0: I'm Sue.
1: And I'm Abigail. Welcome
0: Welcome to Two of a Kind, a podcast where we'll explore all things business, all things web, and and tons tons of things things life. So, we're going to chat about ways that you can take your business from okay to oh, wow. So, sit back, grab a cup of your favorite beverage, and let's learn together on Two of a Kind. Abigail, I'm super excited, Uh, as we always say every single episode, right? Right. But this one's really important. This takes us back a bit, kind of a grassroots kind of thing. We're going to talk today about offline sales and marketing.
1: I can't wait for this one. I honestly personally requested we do an episode on this because I get so far in the weeds on my online marketing that I'm like,
0: okay... What can I be doing that's not in front of a device? I know, because guess what? Guess who is making the most money these days and why? Who? Chiropractors. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, literally, of course. I, I find myself constantly going, oh my gosh, my neck's hurting, my back's hurting, my shoulders are hurting. Why? Because we're on this thing all the time. Yes, it's true. And especially over the last couple years. It's one of those things that's kind of a necessary evil. Because we have to market, right? Yeah, we have to. And the way that marketing happens these days is online. Yeah. So let's start how we always do with a question from our audience. What's the difference between marketing and sales? Okay, I'm going to blow your mind with one sentence. All right, great. Marketing brings
1: leads in and sales closes the deal. But a bang, but a boom.
0: Right, yes. yes, so now we know what it is. Let's figure out how to do it because both of these go hand in hand, they're both engines used for different reasons, exactly. And I think one may sometimes be bigger than the other. I mean, marketing is a very important, big, big engine.
1: Oh, yeah, there's just so many facets to marketing, mm-hmm. so many. But honestly, sales, I think, is a little less confusing because if you've got a lot of leads coming in, all you need is a sales process to follow consistently to close the deal.
0: You know, it's so interesting you said that because most of my clients are like, Sue, I can market until the cows come home, but I can't close the deal. Mm. So let's let's talk a little bit about you. Uh, someone's requested a quote for a web design or branding or something. What happens next? So as soon as they request a quote,
1: I know... I need to reach out to them. Now, I've got an automation. Wait a minute. minute. Say that again.
0: When they request a quote, I know I need to reach out to them. You are not going to believe this. Many people do not reach out right away once that they get a request. I don't even understand this.
1: Yeah. There needs to be an automatic, automatic response, whether you're physically responding or like in my case, I get a lot of reach out sometimes. And so I have an automated email that goes out that just kind of gives like some links to blog posts It said, hey, you can expect to hear back from me within three to five business days. And because I've set that up, I know when I'm in the middle of working and I see those new requests come in, I know I've got three to five days. Now, if I do respond to them sooner, then I have... Underpromised and over-delivered, right? Yes. I always under-promised,
0: them over-delivered, right. We talked yes. about that when you came in the studio. Yes. yes, so that is a really good
1: first place to start as far as a sales process goes because you've got to set the expectation. They need to know when they're going to expect to hear back from you.
0: Yeah, I think that's great. You physically um, and uniquely contact them within three to five days after you've given the information out to them. Of course, so yeah, they need to get... Out-
1: That exact response, because if they don't, sometimes they'll reach out again within 24 hours, even within minutes and be like, hey, I just requested a quote. Did you get it? Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It's like building up. Like I have Mm -hmm. to respond to them right now, you know? And that automation
0: helps set the expectation for them, takes the pressure off you a little bit. That's awesome. Well, that brings you closer to the sales. Let's go back to marketing for a moment. I truly believe that you need to believe in your heart that you have what is necessary and needed by the individual that you're selling to. yeah. When that happens, it's really not, do you agree with this? It's not about getting the money from the sale. It's creating an immediate solution to their problem.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it's not about like, it's not about sales. I always like to say, sales is only icky if you make it icky.
0: (laughs) Sales is only icky if you make it icky. I like that. People are afraid of the sales part. I mean, that's kind of like the icing on the cake. Why would you be afraid of the icing? You know, yeah. There's um, a lot of there's a lot
1: of reasons I think go through people's minds.
0: But if you're focusing
1: on the money aspect, it's gonna feel icky. Yeah. But if you're focusing on solving a problem and
0: you're helping someone, it makes it so much simpler. It's a whole paradigm shift that happens in your mind, right? Yeah. So I love how uh, you know I was in the music industry for a very long time. Still have a lot of clients in that field. But if you take a fan to a friend, to a follower, and then they become a funder. And then all of a sudden, when you have that whole mindset, this is marketing its finest. It builds from the groundwork and it builds a foundation. And I'm even going to take that a bit fo- f- uh, further. Take it from a funder and then to a referrer. Say that three times real
1: Yes. <laughs> Yeah, those refer like one to one referrals are huge, huge. Most of the time, those close way faster than a brand new person that's never heard of you. Like if you tell me, hey, you've got to call this car guy. He's so good. Mm -hmm. I've used him. He's really he's really trustworthy. I'm just going to call them. I just automatically trust them right away because I trust you and what you said.
0: I love it. So marketing sparks the interest in what you are bringing to the table to solve their solution. And sales lights up the pocketbook. Yes. Yes. So from what we've just discussed from this question is that marketing is a long-term relationship and sales is this short-term objective. Absolutely. Yes.
1: Marketing for sure is long-term, especially even when you get into the weeds about building your brand's
0: personality
1: Mm -hmm. and what that looks like. That's a big deal and that also translates to sales, but I would agree with that statement for sure.
0: I would really love people to not be afraid of the sales part because if you really believe in what you're bringing in, that sales part, you're going and saying, like I always say to my clients, your success is my success yeah. So I believe when someone hires me and I close that sale, I'm bringing them closer to their desire for success. Right. How could we not be excited about that?
1: Yes, it's so it's so exciting to solve a problem. Like It is. If you're naturally someone that enjoys helping people, sales is going to come really natural. Now if you're not someone who enjoys helping people, it may be a little bit of a stretch, but they're also paying you. So think about that too. Right.
0: So I'm going to wrap this up for our question that was asked today, what the difference is between marketing and sales with this short little thing. Marketing attracts and sales closes. Amen, sister. Bada bang, bada boom. (laughs) With every episode, we love to be able to bring a tip, a trick, a hack, or a gadget. So as we're talking about marketing today, especially offline marketing, here is a great story about a mutual friend of ours. So Mike Rosenboom, who I like to
1: call a little bit of a realtor genius. Oh, he is. Okay. He made a laptop case and when he goes out to coffee shops, he has a laptop case on and it literally says... I'm a realtor. Ask me anything, Mm. which is so cool. Like he says he's generated so many new
0: conversations that turn into leads that turn into sales. Love it. We're spending all that money on coffee and sitting in there. Let's invite people over to us. That's a great way. Yes. And I think that this could translate to literally any industry.
1: I mean, I've met, actually, I met my best friend in the whole world at a coffee shop. Because I had to get up to go to the bathroom and I said, hey, can you watch my stuff while I go pee? And I came back and I said, what are you up to? What are you working on? We got to talking and we have been friends for six
0: years. Oh, that's so cool. Yes. Well, you know, it's kind of like this, that whenever you put a marketing piece in place like that, it's kind of like bringing a baby or a puppy to the park.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It
0: draws people in. Hey, Abs, I have an idea. What if I do this on the back of my computer and it says, want to live a better life? Want to be successful in business? Go ahead. Ask me one question. And then underneath of it says, seriously, interrupt me right now in the middle of my cafe. I'm your life coach for one question. I Go. love it. You I think love that it. would
1: work? Yes. I'm going to follow you around so I can ask you all the questions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I really think that having that little tip... Being able to utilize because you are not spending one penny after you purchase the product. And you even have a place where we can purchase the product. Yes. Uh-oh, all those peas. our editor is going to go p- p- purchase the p- p- product.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Take them out of there, Keith. <laughs> so a place that you could purchase this on is Redbubble. So this is actually a platform that I upload my artwork to and people buy prints and pillows and laptop cases, all kinds of things. So if you were to design it, let's say in Canva... You can make sure it's the right size, upload it to Redbubble,
0: and you can purchase it right there, and it'll be at your door in literally a week. How fun. Hey, if you guys take this idea, let us know. You can send an email to us at sueandabigail@gmail.com. at gmail.com. So let's talk about what does sales and marketing look like offline? So there's different kinds of buying. Mm -hmm. There's what I really love is, and Keith said, my husband says that I am definitely an emotional buyer, especially whenever it comes to gadgets. Yes. You know, and then you have the kind of buying where someone will think about it for a really long time and they will research and research. And then you'll have that kind of buyer where it's just completely immediate. And then they were like, mm, I don't want it anymore. And then they take it back. So there's all kind of different buyers out there. So if we do offline sales and marketing, what does this look like?
1: Yeah, so it's grassroots kind of stuff, like referrals, events, billboards, printed materials. Mm -hmm. Honestly, we're going to go through a lot of these in more detail. But Sue, before we begin into all of this, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about how you usually get started, which is...
0: Let's wait before we start. Yes. Yes. Because I believe that we need to strategize. Yes. And once that we've started to strategize, we should strategize just a little bit more. And then at the end of strategizing, let's just strategize just a tiny bit more. Yes. So the way that we do that is, uh, and I love this. We start with a clean sheet of paper and a sharpened pencil, and we just dump ideas onto it. Yes. Just dump. Um, You wireframe before you start any project. And I love that. What can this look like? And whenever you dump those ideas, then go back and see if they fit into your business. Like for example, I don't want a billboard on the side of the road with my face on it, telling people that I'm going to give business and coaching. I, I just don't want that. I have a boutique business. Yeah. I want to be able to have that. So that would not fit. So when I was in the strategy process, I wrote that down but on my dump, but I might cross that out.
1: Right. Yeah. You'll dump all the ideas, good mm-hmm. and bad, because there really isn't any bad ideas. Get them all out and then go through and circle what actually relates to the strategy mm-hmm. that you came up with in the beginning and then also what relates to your business type. Some businesses are just not going to convert on a billboard. It's they just, won't. No. Some uh-uh. just won't work that way. It's it's not a bad idea. There are tons of businesses that work that way. But understanding what your strategy is, what the right fit for your business is first is going to help once you've got all the ideas down, it's going to help you figure out what you need to circle.
0: Absolutely. Now let's go back for a moment because that billboard idea could work in a different way for me. Do you ever see those televisions in restaurants and they have those little billboards up and they're on a TV and it's revolving and there's like 10 of them? Yes. That would work for me locally. Right. So I saw that billboard idea and then I said, well, that wouldn't work up on the road. That's not the kind, my audience and who, what I want to do. Right. I'm not selling this humongous product in that way, but I could take that billboard idea and make that work in then local restaurants, etc.
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, even thinking about who's going to those restaurants, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to pay for that advertisement, think about your target audience, which we talk That's about right. this a lot. Mm-hmm. Think about who's hanging out there. Like if it's B to B, maybe not. If it's B to C,
0: maybe so. Or LMNOP. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's another way, and this is grassroots again, and people have gotten away from this, but the mailings. And I'm not talking about where you just do this boring piece. I'm talking about something that has kind of a shock feature onto it. You know? I mean, let's say it's Halloween and you sell soap. And all of a sudden you've done this neat bomb that you put into the bathtub that's made out of um, a pumpkin with vampire teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine putting that onto, with all those colors and everything, onto a mailing, you know, and something that says... Um, have you bitten somebody lately? Have you got bit by somebody lately? (laughs) I love
1: this. Your, your brain like literally works in ways that mine doesn't. So when you share ideas like this, my, the wheels start turning, Mm -hmm. just you coming up with this random product idea. I can already think of like four people that I would buy that for. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't use it, but I could totally see certain people using it. So that too, thinking about how, how is your product or service giftable? How do you make it giftable?
0: Well, that also is where a, a business consultant and coach comes in. I can help you with that if yes. you have a product and you don't know what to do with it. But one of the things, we're going to go back to that word, the S to the third power, strategize, strategize, strategize. And this is the fun part, guys, to be able to do some marketing, to be able to bring, like we said to the our caller earlier, to bring into those sales. But that marketing, and I love this, that when you bring in a shock feature like that, you want them to take a double take. Right. You know, have you been bitten by something lately or have you bitten someone lately or any of that kind of stuff, you know, we'll go,
1: what the heck? Yeah. Or something that's going to make someone take a picture and be like, oh my gosh, you have to see this.
0: Yes. Because something that's unique.
1: They're literally spreading the word for
0: free because Mm -hmm. you sparked their curiosity or you made them laugh. That's important. Absolutely. And, I remember I put out a mailer once and said, are you getting your clients before the O in hello? I love that. Yes. And I put out a mailer that way and people will write me back going, "Um, I'm not. Mm. But do you see I got them Mm -hmm. before the O in hello so that they would respond... And come and say, how can I do that a little bit better? Yeah. So flyers, stickers, buttons. Now, you may think these get lost in the sauce, but when they're unique, they don't. Have you ever seen the Truman Show? I think a long time ago. Was that with Jim Carrey? Yes. Oh, good. Okay, I'm remembering the right one. It's an awesome fun story. If you haven't watched it, just go turn it on on a Saturday whenever it's raining. And So Truman was had like a perfect life in this perfect little town. But what he didn't realize was he was created to be the star of his own show that he didn't know that it was his show. You got to watch it. It's crazy. But of the people that thought that he was being abused by this, that literally you would 24-7 be able to dial into your TV and see what was happening. There were cameras hidden everywhere. It's a crazy, crazy show. I've got to rewatch it. it. You have to rewatch yeah. it. But anyhow, people had buttons made and the buttons said, when will it end? Or how will it end? That's what it was. How will it end? And so anybody that saw those buttons knew that that was part of a community. How will it end? Wow. So think about your business. You create these buttons and you start a movement. Let's say, for example, that you have a business that's selling shoes. And on the end of this, it says, where will you walk? And then you have the website all the way around. And on the website, on the edge of the button, and when on the edge of the button, when you go to that URL, it shows that you've taken one pair of shoes, and it's showing how long and where you've walked in those shoes over the past oh, five I years. Oh, love that! You're so full of so many ideas. <laughs> you have tons of clients. Tell me, with that vein, have you had anybody that's come up with something unique? Yes. Actually, recently,
1: one of my clients uh, who's a realtor has a Facebook group called Mom Bosses of Mule Town. Ooh, fun. So Mule Town, if you're not familiar here locally in Tennessee, we have a city that's really big in They just call it Mule Town. It's Mm -hmm. Columbia, Tennessee. So she created a Facebook group called Mom Bosses of Mule Town that connects moms who are business owners. So now they have hats and it says Mom Bosses of Mule Town and it's a way that they generate new conversations and they connect business owners together. It's just really cool. She's
0: got stickers. She's doing hats. She's got all these different things. That's sweet. Well, I'm telling you, whenever you see that visual and even still touch a visual... Because this next thing I'm going to take you to, people say that business cards are, ob- what's the word? Obsolete. Obsolete. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Oh, I can always count on you to help me finish those words. <laughs> they're hanging in the air somewhere. But I don't believe they're obsolete. Oh, no, I believe I love, that, yes, yeah. business cards are great. But I believe now more than ever, they need to be unique. Right. You're helping me create one that's a circle. Yes. It's going to be so cool. It is so cool. And I'm so excited about that. And I've actually come up with an, and I'm going to have to find someone because I want it to feel different too. Mm. Like they have them now where you can have a raised holographic foil or gloss or your matte or your high gloss or silk. Oh, wow. Yes. Or a velvet soft touch. And you're not even going to believe this. There's a company making antibacterial ones. Well, of course. Yes, of course. <laughs> of <right>? course now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but to make it really unique. And this is really where less is more. You want to be able to get them before the what? Oh, oh, and, and hello. hello. Yes. <laughs> so something really super unique to be able to have your branding in there. And I know you can help them with their branding. Oh, yeah. So... How about the referral services? This is an amazing way to be able to get business and market ourselves without being online. Oh, yeah. Tell us a little bit about how referrals have helped you.
1: So I have a number of clients who've, for some reason, fallen in love with me and what I do, and they recommend me all the time. Or one client specifically... Constantly gets people who say, Your website was like so set up so well. I go to all these other sites in the same industry and I can't find what I'm looking for. It was so simple. And they're constantly sending me little screenshots like, Look at what they just said. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. You're amazing. And so, in that, whenever someone says, Who designed your website? I really want to work with them. They refer all the time and that's a really, that specific client, there were some months that the business would not have made a lot of money without those one-to-one referrals. Mm -hmm. So that's a big, big one. And just taking care of your customer, like go the extra mile, show them that you care and they're going to turn into fans and funders and referees. And referees. Yes. Yes.
0: What I really love about that is think about this, when you see a really good movie, You tell your friends, right? Oh, yeah. And I mean, you're like, you have to go see that. I love getting those referrals from people that say, you have to come work with Sue. And then I show them how I will deliver.
1: Yes. I think, and I don't want to be negative, but I think thinking in terms of on the opposite end of that, like... How you take care of even one customer it's true. matters because there are Facebook groups that people will say, I just went to this restaurant or I just went to this mm-hmm. place and they ripped me off. Like, Make sure you're taking care of your customer, one, because honesty and integrity should be at the forefront of everything that we do, but also to keep your business safe and yes. to keep keep going.
0: Abigail, this is a subject that I could go on and on and on and on and on. Yes. So I love to be able to work with businesses and helping them put together that strategize, 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 and then you then work with them to be able to build that brand. Right. And build those ideas. So I'm just going to go real quick as we wrap up this section of our podcast today and tell you some of the things that we came up with when we did a little bit of a dump. So here we go. Banners at events, billboards, partnering with other business owners that have an audience of their own, videos in the mall, referral services, referral groups, mouth to mouth, the Chamber of Commerce, the beach. They have a plane that has a banner that's going across the ocean. How fun, right? Yes, I love that.
1: And then thinking about the laptop skin that we talked about earlier in this mm-hmm. episode, that's huge in-person events, create your own event, invite your customers over. Well, that's actually another thing that Mike has done. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Mike is great. Um, Radio commercials, write a physical book or an ebook, speaking events, coupons, like little discount codes that you can offer, Mm -hmm. holiday themed events, cross promotions, partnerships, community engagements, press releases. Yeah. And
0: we can even offer complimentary workshops. Remember, I don't like the word free because you don't have a dog in the hunt, but complimentary workshops, you yeah. know, that brings them in to be able to do more. T-shirts, car wraps, you know, this one's going to freak you out. How about call a past client on the phone? Yes. What? I yes. actually love that. Yes. I love talking on the phone. Well, you know, uh, we need to be able to listen to understand, not to respond, to learn about other people's problems. And our services have the potential both of ours and all of you out there have the potential to solve problems. How should we think? We should think in the terms of being a what? Being a helper, not a seller. Yes. So guys, there's so many different ways for you to be able to take and market your business offline and then turn that into sales that both the person who bought it and you can be proud of. So our resource today is really fun. Now, you have to be online for just a moment to be able to download this app, but everything else can be done offline. So this is what's really, really fun. You take and you share your business card, and you can share it, guys. Listen, you can share it via a QR code or a text message or an email or airdrop. As a matter of fact, I do something with my business cards, Abigail. I hand it to someone, and I'll say, can you take a picture of this first? And then I have them take a picture of it and then I hand it to them or I'll tell them that it's my last one because later on they'll look and they'll see in their photos my business card. Oh, I
1: love that. Yeah.
0: So they'll be able to, you know, see me twice. But anyhow, so this app is called Blink, B-L-I-N-Q. And it's blink.com and everything in this free plan is actually great, but it's, if you want to be able to get more, it's only $2.99 a month. So you can track who receives your card as well as when and where you met them. As we said before, through this App, you can also share it via QR text, text message, email, airdrop, all those kind of things. And it got me excited because I remember listening to a story you told me once. Yes.
1: So I was actually at a family event and two people who were meeting that had never met before we're talking about business, right? Mm-hmm. And this guy just said, I didn't hear the whole conversation, but she's like, oh yeah, send me some information or send me your send me your contact info. Well, he's in a swimsuit, no <laughs> shirt on. He's about to jump in this pool, okay? And he goes, oh yeah, I'll send you the virtual card. And he just dives into the pool. And I was like, I need a virtual card. That yeah. was such a cool moment. I, I need a virtual card. He's like, yeah, I'll <laughs> send you the virtual card. And oh. just like splashes into the pool. And I'm like, Yep, I'm going to get a virtual card now because that was just a perfect moment that I want to recreate for myself. I love
0: it. I love it. So would you use Blink? Because guess what? Oh, yeah. You literally can create up to five digital business cards for yourself. You can add custom colors and themes. Um, whenever you get the one for $2.99, you can remove the, you know, the Blink information from it. And when people save and export your details to their address book, I love this because it's kind of reminding me To contact them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you can add your logo inside the QR code. You can send your card via email or SMS via Blink servers. And all of this stuff, I absolutely just love this idea. So if you're wondering how to be able to send that virtual card and get a real (laughs) splash out of your business. How do you like that? You like that little segue? You're so punny. (laughs) I'm so punny. (laughs) Guys, with that being said, go to BlinkBlinQ.com and get that virtual card today.
1: At the end of every episode, we like to close it out with a quote. And this quote is,
0: I don't think outside of the box. I think of what I can do with the box. Gosh, I love that one. See you next time on Two Two of of a a kind. Kind.